Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that because we have met together here today, life may grow greater for those who have lost faith in it, simpler for those who are confused by it, more secure for those who would escape it, happier for those who may be tasting the bitterness of it, safer for those who are feeling the peril of it, more friendly for those who are feeling the loneliness of it, and holier for all to whom life may have lost its dignity, its beauty, and its meaning. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Gospel reading today, it's six sentences long. Six sentences. That's not a lot. Yet, the impact of those six sentences is enormous. Those six sentences changed the world. How often do you think about your baptism? And I don't mean the day that you were baptized. So I don't mean if you remember the feel of the water or what you were wearing. But how often do you place yourself intentionally into what your baptism means? Let me ask in another way. How much of your identity is rooted in baptism? How often do you ask yourself, is this me fully living into my baptism? How often do you reflect on the baptismal covenant and inventory your relationships and choices with what you promised to do? Do you wake up in the morning and ask yourself, how can I live into my baptism today? I, I don't do that. So, if you don't do that either, I, I at least will be bold enough to say, you're in great company. <laughs> Truth is, I don't think that most of us do that. I know that some people do, but I don't think it's a large number of people. And that doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that we aren't faithful or prayerful. It doesn't mean that we aren't living good Christian lives. Because there are so many ways, so many ways that we can find ourselves rooted in faith that isn't through daily reflection on our baptism. But I do wonder, what would life look like? My life, your life, our life as a community. What would our city or our state or our world look like? if those who were baptized made their baptism central to everything they did, to every word they spoke, to the very intention of their hearts. Jesus, in the course of his earthly ministry, did many controversial things, but his baptism, his baptism was the first controversial thing he did in his adult ministry. In fact, Jesus' baptism by John in the River Jordan was a source of shame. 
for those early Christians. Think about it. Christian historian John Dominic Crossing called his baptism an acute embarrassment for the early church. They had a really hard time figuring out why Jesus would lower himself to receive a baptism of forgiveness of sin and repentance. Wasn't Jesus perfect? I thought Jesus was without sin. What does he have to repent? Why? Those early Christians wondered. Why was Jesus wallowing in the murky waters with sinners? And why, they wondered, did God choose that moment? Not a gloriously shining moment to praise and claim Jesus. I mean, if you read in scripture, Jesus hadn't even done anything yet. Why not wait for one of those great miraculous moments of Jesus's ministry? A great moment of healing or when Jesus was walking on water? Why would God choose this moment where Jesus is doing something so human to claim him as beloved, as son? Why indeed? Let it be so now says Jesus, when his cousin tells him that the sludgy water for sinners wasn't for him. And so Jesus stepped into the water and fully into his humanity. He stepped fully into partnership with us. Jesus echoed the words of his mother in her radical yes to God. And Jesus wades into the water making a radical yes to us. To quote theologian Debbie, Th Debbie Thomas in an essay from 2020, let it be so at the hands of another, he decided, as he submitted to John the baptizer, because what Jesus did and still does with power is freely surrender it, share it, give it away. Let it be so here, he said, in the Jordan River, rich with sacred history. The Jordan where once upon a time his forebears, the ancient Israelites, entered the land of Canaan. The Jordan where the prophet Elijah ended his prophetic ministry and his successor Elisha inaugurated his. The Jordan which flowed under the same open sky that God first opened in the beginning, at the very dawn of creation. In this one moment, in this one act, Jesus stepped into the whole story of God's work on earth and allowed that story to resonate, deepen, and find completion. Jesus gives himself to us in his baptism. And when we are baptized, we give ourselves to Christ. In our baptism, we are all knit together. All knit to all of creation. Past, present, and future. 
as we step into the story of God's work on earth. Baptism is meant to change our lives. It's intended to be a radical yes to God and to all that God loves. Baptism for us isn't just a baptism of repentance, a baptism for sins, both known and unknown, things done and things yet to be done. But it is also a baptism of spirit. And just as God opened the heavens and sent the spirit to Jesus, God does the same for us at our baptism. God boldly proclaims, This is my beloved, with whom I am well pleased. Again, I wonder, what would it mean for us to center our identity in baptism? Our lives are a series of choices. Jesus chose to enter the River Jordan and claim life with us. And in each moment of our lives, we who are baptized have the same opportunity to choose the path that our baptism placed us on. That path is to choose love, to choose to love what God loves, to choose connection over being right. It is to choose love over hate. A baptism-centered life is also one in which we choose in every moment to trust that you are deeply, unflinchingly, with no exception, loved by God. It is to choose to return to God if we have strayed and erred like lost sheep. A baptism-centered life is to choose humility over pride and to be humble before the one who in the beginning was the Word and was with God and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him and without him. Not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life and the life was the light of all people. To live baptism is to, choose that is to choose the light that shines in the darkness and to trust that the darkness does not overcome it. Jesus stepped into the river. And as Thomas says, baptism, I understand now, is all about stepping in, all about surrender, all about finding the holy in the course of my ordinary, mundane life within the family of God. Let us always remember that baptism is more than just an outward and visible sign of an inward spiritual grace. It is more than water or oil. It is more than one day. Rather, baptism is a daily, moment-by-moment -moment choice. A choice that we make 
with God's help. May we trust in the help of God and wholeheartedly choose our baptism as God has wholeheartedly chosen us. Amen.